Welcome, Steelers Nation, to the Steel Study Podcast. Welcome to number episode 36, the Jerome Bettis episode here on Saturday, February 12th, 2022. It's the SSP. Got some new intro music in the background. Revamping this piece. And grateful that you're joining me here today for a brand new episode where I get in to my mock draft version 1.0. Oh yeah. This beast has been in the lab. I've been working on it like Frankenstein's monster. Sewn an arm on here. Putting some bolts in its head. <laughs> I don't know how good it is. And I'll tell you what, this was difficult, difficult because there's there's been no, it's so early, no free agency moves. Free agency hasn't even started. No combine yet, no pro days. So the iteration that I'll share with everyone today will look much, much differently as time rolls on. But I'm really excited to share it with you. And just want to take a moment, as I always do, to just say thank you, thank you, thank you. I have tremendous gratitude to all of you for being supporters of the Still Study. I'm pushing close to a year in April. It'll be a year that the site has been up and running. And your support, reading the articles, listening to the study sessions, the Still Study podcast, checking out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel, it truly does mean the world to me. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I ask that you continue to share with your family and friends. And I would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag. There is one up today in which whatever you send to me, I try and get it on the show. So let's make that happen. We can connect three different ways. You can comment directly on the articles on the site. You can drop me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. And don't forget about the podcast, again, that I do with Wexel on his site, the Still City Insider Podcast. We are recording every other week right now. We're still trying to work out the timing. During the season, we recorded at 5 a.m., which was brutal. So we're trying to work out a better time. Jim is super insightful, having covered the Pittsburgh Steelers since 1995. You don't want to miss his takes. So here we go. Episode 3-6. And I want to begin by congratulating Mr. T.J. Watt for his Defensive Player of the Year Award. Well-deserved He played like a man possessed this year. He played tremendously in 2020, and the thinking was he should have won then. But he finally brings home the trophy. He said after winning that that he's going to be more motivated than ever. Offensive tackles, make sure you're preparing. I think he wants that sack record, and the dude can get it. There's no doubt about that. 
but just a well-deserved award. And you know what? I believe him. If he says that he's going to be more motivated than ever, if you remember last year after he didn't win the award, he posted on social media that he took that as a diss. He took it personally, and he came out firing on all cylinders ready to go. He's a once-in-a-lifetime player. I think you're going to just see another insane season. And he is one reason why we should feel optimistic about the 2022 team. Because if you could just fit in some nice role players around him on that defense, you already have some other studs there, Fitzpatrick, Hayward. You can have a nice unit. Because he is that special of a player. So, again, props to TJ Watt. Well-deserved. Congratulations, sir. And we're going to jump right into it here. Mock draft. Here we go. Version 1.0. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited for the mock draft. And here's the thing, just to kind of lay some background here. And detail how I'll be going about this during the year. I plan on having an updated mock every other week. So this weekend, the first edition, two weeks from now, second edition, so on and so forth. The final edition of the mock for me will be that Wednesday leading up to the draft. I'll also have my mock up first round. The entire first round for the NFL that week. So be ready for that. And just to give a breakdown, the way that I approach this, I used a mock draft simulator from Pro Football Focus. It estimates some of the comp picks that the Steelers have, so I use that as the basis. It generates what players are going to be available. When I tried to adhere to that, but if the player that I forecasted to the team wasn't available in that simulator. I went outside that simulator, but that's what I use for the basis for this. And just a point of note before I get into this mock, without free agency starting, without the combine, without the pro days, it's very difficult to go through this exercise because we have incomplete information. So no, this is a very, very early projection. And I can tell you, this was not easy. I struggled. But it's version one. And it's time to get into it. So here we go. Round one, pick number 20. As we stand here today, my thinking is the Pittsburgh Steelers have a quarterback or maybe quarterbacks that they really do like in this year's class. One of them could be Malik Willis. One of them could be Kenny Pickett. But I think both will be gone before the Steelers select at pick number 20. And the one guy, as I watch more of his tape, after what I saw in his senior bowl performance, and a player whom I believe will still be on the board at pick 20, that I think the Steelers will select is Desmond Ritter, quarterback out of Cincinnati. 
Ritter has the size. He's six foot three. He doesn't have a massive frame. He's around 210, 215 pounds. But he could put some weight on to handle getting crushed by defenders, which I hope would not be the case. He has athleticism. He is able to pull the ball down and run it. He is able to throw on the run. He's mobile and agile in the pocket. He could buy time. He can extend the play. And he's got a cannon of an arm. So in terms of a complete package, skill set wise, it's all there for Ritter. Now he's not the runner that Willis is. But he's still a damn good runner. And the guy's a winner. And the University of Cincinnati isn't big-time college football, but this guy led his team to the college football playoff against Alabama. He has a track record. He's helped build a culture of winning at Cincinnati. That's his expectation. That's his mindset. This isn't a guy who's played on a poor team. He's a winner. Now, he's not without his faults. He does have some accuracy issues that he needs to work on. But that's typical for guys coming out of college into the pro game. That could be worked on. That could be coached. And the best case scenario for Ritter is that he doesn't come in with the expectation to start. More than likely, Mason Rudolph is going to be the starter to begin the season. Depending on how he plays, he'll get the yank by midseason if he's not playing well, and then Ritter will get his shot. If Rudolph's playing well, they'll let him play the whole season. But you can't throw Ritter into the fire right away. You have to let him sit and marinate for a bit. But I think there's a lot of upside with Ritter. To me, he looks like a pro quarterback. I made the comment that he reminds me of Steve McNair. Some people may criticize that comp. But that's what resonated with me in watching more and more of his tape. And he is your first-round draft pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers and your future franchise quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Now, here's the only thing I'll say. As this plays out, I don't know if I would go with Ritter if Willis or Pickett is there. And this could change and evolve. But as we sit here today, that's where my mind is. Moving into round two, pick number 52. We know that there are needs on the offensive line for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. No question about it. And this is a deep draft for offensive linemen. And you may be able to find a starter with your second round pick. And where the Steelers need the most help is on the interior of that offensive line. And that is the reason they go guard with their second pick and select Leticia Smith, guard, Virginia Tech. Smith is a big dude. He's got a thick lower half. He's powerful. If he can get his paws on you, 
you're not getting out of that block. And he's a force in the running game. And he's also able to anchor down against pass rushers. No doubt the Steelers are going to address the offensive line through free agency. They have to. They can't rely exclusively on the draft. But again, Smith is a guy who can come in and contribute right away. I believe he can be an immediate starter. He brings that physicality, strength in both run blocking, pass protection, and is an immediate upgrade for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. In the third round, pick 84, I have your Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Juan Dale Robinson, wide receiver out of Kentucky. And so a couple things we have to pay attention to with this wide receiver position for the Steelers. Primarily, it's what happens with Juju Smith-Schuster. If he resigns, there is not as great of a need at the position. If he does not resign, there is a significant need at the position. And you're going to have to add at least two players. So for this version of the mock, I am projecting that Smith-Schuster does not re-sign. And knowing that, I don't have them just going for the one-trick pony, super speedy guy here. Because with Wandell Robinson, he has the speed, but he also has the human joystick potentials. So he does have the ability to get behind defenders and stretch the field, even though that's not his calling card. He can do that. He's a super fast guy. Where he contributes is with the run after the catch. He can make big plays. He's fast. Can take it to the house. Can accelerate. And would just be an added weapon to this Matt Canada offense. He's also versatile. He's able to contribute in the rushing game. And so I think the Steelers are probably looking for players with those types of capabilities. And Robinson fits in very well from that perspective. He's a bit on the smaller side. 5'11", just a little bit north of 180 pounds. So there's concerns about holding up physically in the NFL. But he's he's chippy. He's tough. He's not going to back away from the physicality of the game. But there are concerns in terms of being able to se- separate if he's played man coverage. But Wandell Robinson is my third round pick, pick number 84. At pick number 138, this would be the compensatory selection for Bud Dupree. And this might be a pipe dream because this player may not fall here. But again, this is my first iteration. I have them selecting Leo Chanel, linebacker from Wisconsin. Now, one of the immediate criticisms you're going to see about Chanel 
is the fact that he is not strong in pass coverage. But that's not what they're looking for here. That's not what they need. And I'm not saying that the pass coverage is great right now in terms of middle linebackers, but what they need is a physical presence there in the middle of the field, a thumper, someone who could lay the wood, someone who could be a sure, consistent tackler, someone who's powerful and who has football smarts and Chanel checks all those boxes. They don't have that guy. This past season, they tried to pair two guys of similar skill sets, both primarily pass defenders and Joe Schobert and Devin Bush. Devin Bush being more of the run supporter, but Bush was not good in either facet of the game. But a guy like Chanel, while he probably won't start right away, he could be a guy who, after some time, could be given a role, some spot duty play. We don't know what Buddy Johnson is all about yet. And really, this is kind of a repeat pick of the previous year, being that they're drafted inside backer in the fourth round, but they have to do something to upgrade the position, and this guy is a baller. So, Leo Chanel, linebacker with your fourth round selection at pick 138 out of Wisconsin. And the final three picks that the Steelers have as projected by Pro Football Focus, we have a sixth rounder at pick 207 and two seventh rounders one at 221 and one at 237. With their six-round selection, I have them selecting Rashid Walker, tackle out of Penn State. I've already mentioned that this is a deep draft class in terms of offensive linemen. They need to start building some young, talented depth at that position. Again, they're going to have to do a lot of work via free agency, but what my hope is is that this team re-signs Chukes a core for, stick with him, continue to develop him, and then you bring in a guy like Walker, who's a big dude. He's got athleticism, but he's going to need time to develop. So he would be a project player, somebody who's going to need to be developed, and he's going to provide some young depth at that tackle spot. At pick 221 in the seventh round, we have not yet addressed defensive tackle, but the Steelers do so here by selecting Neil Farrell, defensive tackle out of LSU. And if you haven't checked it out, I do have a still study draft prospect cheat sheet up on the site of Farrell. He's a massive guy, big dude. He's a nose tackle, and they need some beef there on the interior of the line. I'm kind of on the fence in terms of them selecting a defensive lineman early in this draft just because I don't know how much he's going to contribute early in his career. And plus, we don't know what is going to transpire with Stefan to it. But if you can get someone like Farrell in the later rounds of the draft who really has a basic assignment and that's to eat up space at the nose position 
and keep blockers off their inside backers, he potentially could be that guy. But again, a developmental player, not somebody that you're going to expect to come in and start. You're hoping he can contribute in year one, but you're building some depth for the future here at nose in that 3-4 defense. And then with the final pick, 237, seventh round, the Steelers select another wide receiver, this time out of Tennessee, Valus Jones Jr. Jones Jr. Double dipped in receiver here. And I'll explain my logic with this pick. Again, this guy might not even be available here in the seventh round, but Jones Jr., uh, for as much as Wandell Robinson is more of a complete receiver, Junior is just a straight-up burner, deep threat, blow the top off a of defense. That's what he is. And that's why they'd be drafting him, to provide that speed element to the offense, to stretch the field. But beyond that, he provides value in the return game. He's an established kick returner. He has return punts. Ray Ray McLeod is a free agent. For everything that Ray Ray doesn't give you in terms of a deep threat, Jones Jr. does, and he also provides that return ability. So with the seventh round pick, the Steelers select Valus Jones Jr., wide receiver out of Tennessee. So just breaking down the mock draft here as a review, Pick number 20, round one, Desmond Ritter, quarterback out of Cincinnati. Pick number 52, second round, guard, Leticia Smith out of Virginia Tech. The third round pick, pick number 84, wide receiver out of Kentucky, Wandell Robinson. Fourth round at pick number 138, Leo Chennault, linebacker, Wisconsin. Pick 207, Six-round Rashid Walker, tackle out of Penn State. Round seven, pick number 221, Neil Farrell, defensive tackle, LSU. And then finally, round seven, pick number 237, Valus Jones Jr., wide receiver out of Tennessee. Again, I use Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator to help with this draft in terms of picks. It's assuming where the comp picks would fall into play. Again, this is the first iteration. This is going to take on several more more shapes. So you can't read too much into this. This is going to evolve and grow, and I'm sure I'll look back at the very end prior to the draft and be like, what in the world was I thinking at that point? But positionally, one quarterback, two offensive linemen, a guard, and a tackle, one linebacker, inside backer, one defensive tackle, and two wide receivers. So I'm hitting all the positions I've identified as needs, quarterback, O-line, defensive tackle, and again, that Juju Smith-Schuster free agency piece is going to go a long way in determining what happens there and there's just so much work yet to do before we have 
greater clarity in terms of how the Steelers are going to approach this draft. I'm still of the belief that a quarterback will be be their first round pick. I've seen a few things that has Pickett and Willis dropping down late in the first round. I think after the combine and those pro days, we'll see more there. But it's an exciting time. So mock draft number one. I'm also working on my mock of how free agency is going to play out. That is almost complete. I was planning on publishing that earlier this week, but I wanted to get this mock out first. So that's either going to be out Sunday or Monday. So be on the lookout for that. And I'll talk about that either on a session or next weekend's podcast. Also be on the lookout for several more NFL draft prospect cheat sheets on the study. I got a lot of work, a lot of studying to do to get to know more players that are going to be available to the Steelers in this year's draft. So be on the lookout for that. And that's going to do it for episode number 36 of the Steel Study Podcast. Again, mock draft version one. February 12th, the first of many. Again, be expecting those every two weeks now. Love to hear what you think of my selections and my role of GM here. Maybe they'll hire me. Let me know your feedback. You can hit me up one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. Drop me a line via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com or Hit me up via Twitter at Still Study. Let's connect. Also, be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We're trying to work out our off-season schedule. You can check out the most recent episode linked in the show notes. And again, just thank you so much for your support and for backing The Still Study. Much appreciated. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend, everyone. Be good to yourself and someone else. Enjoy your family and friends and have a wonderful day. Take care.